AdFreeShows.com has two can't-miss events this April. April 5th, the Nature Boy will join AdFree Shows members to watch his WrestleMania 8 title match against the Macho Man Randy Savage 30 years later. And then we'll celebrate 25 years since Barely Legal 1997 with Taz and Sabu joining us for a live watch-along on April 14th. This is your chance to watch your favorite wrestling moments with your favorite wrestling stars exclusively at AdFreeShows.com. You know, I get the question all the time, Conrad, I know you help people save money and you help people refinance, but could you actually help me buy a house? Yeah, buddy. Come on now. Buywithconrad.com is your hookup. And let me give you a heads up. You don't need a huge down payment to buy a house in 2022. In fact, you may not need a down payment at all. There are still loan programs out there that can get you out of your apartment and into a brand new house with no money down. And I know it sounds too good to be true, but buddy, we're doing it pretty routinely. And you don't have to be a veteran, but yeah, we can still help our veterans get into a house with no money down. But more importantly, we're going to help you get on the path to buy a house this year. You see, a lot of times we have these conversations and folks say, well, I've got a little bit of time left on my lease, or I'm not sure exactly when I'll be ready, or how much of a down payment do I need to save up? My advice, don't get ahead of yourself. Let's start the pre-approval process. Let's know what your new house payment could look like. You'll tell us how much down payment you want to have. Maybe the answer is zero. That's cool. And then you'll tell us what you want your monthly payment to be. And then you go shopping for your dream home. But step one starts at buywithconrad.com. And hey, did you know that when you go to file your taxes as a homeowner, you're going to get a statement back from your mortgage company that's going to say, hey, you can write off this amount of interest this year. How much of your rent are you writing off this year? None of it. Oh, and by the way, what's your interest rate on your rent? Well, that would be 100%, pal. You know you can do better than 100% interest. That's what rent is. Stop throwing your money away. And by the way, we can even help you get rid of your current house and get into a better house if you already have a house but you think, you know what, it's time for a new place. We can help you at buywithconrad.com. That's buywithconrad.com, B-U-Y with Conrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And be sure to ask about our green light underwrite. We can actually get your file completely underwritten, and that allows you to negotiate like a cash buyer at buywithconrad.com. Well, he won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. He's a real athlete, so give him your respect. He's got intensity, integrity, intelligence, too. We are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ANGLE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we'll be discussing my return to the WWE and my first WrestleMania match in 11 years. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How are you doing today, Paul? Kurt, WrestleMania season, I'm pumped. Uh, as this episode drops on the main feed, it's the big two-day event. Uh, we just had Jonathan Gresham on. You're, you look good, though. Your oral surgery that I'm we uncovered good. last yeah. week. you calmed down a little bit. The swelling <laughs> went down. My mouth is actually uh, fully healed now. So no we more can, swelling, no more black eyes. <laughs> so we can understand you clearly, and you don't have that weird smile that was freaking me out last week. 
Yes, you're right, Paul. It was oh, a weird smile. It's all good, man. It was a lot of fun. But man, speaking of a lot of fun, I've been looking forward to this episode uh, when I saw it on the schedule because we're going to kick it off talking about WrestleMania 33. This is when you get inducted into the Hall of Fame, you become general manager, and then we'll transition that into the story with Ronda Rousey and the build to Triple H and Stephanie. So we're going to jump right into it, man, if you're ready. Sounds good, Paul. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So the rumor and innuendo starts in early 2017 that you're going to be headed back to the WWE, Kurt. And uh, so there's some promoters. They get to book you. You let them know, hey, I'm not available. And the observer, Dave Meltzer, gets his mitts all over it. And he says, Angle said that he received a phone call from Paul Levesque in May. And the subject of coming back to WWE was talked about, but he never got a follow-up call. Vince McMahon has been negative towards his return. Angle said when he didn't get a follow-up call, he felt it had fallen through. Kurt, talk to us about this. Do you remember this phone call? Yeah, Triple H called me and he said, we're interested in possibly bringing you back. And I'm going to give you a follow-up call when we're ready. And the follow-up call never occurred. But what I was told was he went to Vince and said, I'd like Kurt to return. And Vince said, no, Kurt has a bad reputation. That was the two words that uh, that they kept saying that Vince said over and over again. And I totally understand. I mean, you know, my reckless behavior, uh, getting DUIs, uh, the pill issue. Um, I had to show that I could keep my life clean or keep my life together and, and, and uh, show that I could stay clean for a period of time. And I did that from 2013 all the way up to when the WWE eventually did hire me. I, I had to prove a lot, but I, I knew I, I would have to do it. Mm. So you never spoke to Vince at all directly during this time? Not at this point in time, no. Well, Kurt, you'd also been announced to be a part of an upcoming video game. Sounds like that had no bearing on this decision uh, from Vince or Triple H at all. They didn't care that you had a separate deal going on. Well, I, I didn't have a separate deal going on. I, I was done with TNA at this particular time, and I thought that you know being in the video game – was a good sign that they were going to eventually hire me. And I think that was the the next positive step that I saw that uh, I realized that eventually they're going to bring, they're going to pick me up and, and utilize me. So uh, being in the game helped me. And I'm sure at this point, Kurt, you had to miss working with WWE, didn't you? I missed the fans. I missed the sold out crowds, the WWE universe. I didn't miss the full-time schedule at all by any means. <laughs> Well, uh, more from Dave in the Observer. It said, Angle claimed he was called on January 16th about being in the main event for the WWE's 2017 Hall of Fame ceremony, which takes place on March 31st in Orlando at the Amway Arena. Angle has already said that he would like Steve Austin to induct him. So, so Kurt, it's announced on January 16th on Monday Night Raw that you are going to be the newest uh, inductee to the Hall of Fame. Talk about how big a deal this was for you. Oh, it was a huge deal. I mean, if you're going to be in any pro wrestling hall of fame, the WWE hall of fame is the biggest one at this point in time. I'm also inducted in the amateur wrestling hall of fame, the biggest one, the national wrestling hall of fame. So I'm proudly, I'm a part of both hall of fames that are the biggest in, in their respective fields. So was it really a one day turnaround from them calling you to, you know, them announcing it? Was it that quick that it all came together and happened? Yeah, it was pretty fast. Uh, it, it occurred very quickly, uh, overnight, literally. So the, there was nothing I could say or do. It was like, you know, uh, one day they were calling me the next day they were, they were inducting me in the hall of fame. 
Kurt, are you ready for some goosebumps? Because it's our first clip time, and this right. is the announcement. And I, I, I tell you what, when I was putting the show, putting the show together, working on this, when I saw this, I thought I cannot wait uh, for this moment with Kurt. So let's check it out. Here we go. Olympic gold medalist, a four-time WWE champion. I absolutely loved calling Kurt Angle's matches, and he was one of the great entertainers in the history of WWE. And folks, Kurt Angle, as he said earlier today, is coming home. Congratulations to Kurt Angle. Kurt, my goodness, talk about what you're feeling and thinking about right now. Oh, I get emotional. <laughs> it's, uh, knowing that, um, I put on great performances for the fans, uh, put on incredible moments for them. It makes me feel like I had a huge impact on their lives and it really feels good. I have goosebumps and maybe I'll, I'll try to brighten the mood here. I noticed the, the only missing, uh, highlight they missed was your WrestleMania match with Kane. So, you know, <laughs> when they almost forgot about me, sorry, I had to make you laugh, but no, man, that is so good. Do you remember, do you, were you watching raw live when they, when they showed that and that tribute, do you remember where you were? Yeah. Yeah. I was at home watching and, uh, it was very exciting to see that, uh, to see my face pop up on the WWE screen. Uh, you know, I was, I was waiting a long time for this, you know, I anticipated it. Uh, I've been trying to get back to WWE since 2013. It took me four long years to get back. 
Well, what about Giovanna, the kids? I mean, they got to be ecstatic for 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 dad and and their husband. I mean, Giovanna's husband, she's got to yeah, be thrilled. Yeah, they were so proud, and you know, my kids are so proud of who I am and what I've accomplished. Uh, they they absolutely love their dad, and uh, they brag about him at school quite a bit. And you know, most of these kids don't know who I am. Because, That's right. You know, five, six, seven, eight years old. You know, my kids are around that age, but uh, they they love to brag about their dad being the WWE superstar and Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> and they weren't alive or around during your heyday, but now to get to see you recognized, it probably brings it all home. Wow. You were a big deal, dad. My goodness. This is <laughs> yeah. awesome for an old man. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, listen, did you tell them that you'd like Steve Austin to induct you? Yes. Uh, Steve was my inspiration getting into the company. He's the guy I watched. He's the guy that I studied. Um, I absolutely love this character. I loved him as an individual, and uh, I wanted him to induct me, but I, I did pick a few other backups. and I'm sure we'll talk about that later, but yeah, Steve was the guy that I wanted to induct me. I, I thought that it would be perfect because I, I had a great program with him when I started out, and I beat him for the world championship, and I thought that he would be a great person to induct me. Well, Kurt, uh, as we're wiping the tears from my, our eyes after watching that, which it is just phenomenal. If you don't have the video version of Kurt Angle Show, go to adfreeshows.com and sign up so you can see that. Just so cool. But there's something very else going on during this time frame. It's very important that we all understand that right around this time, Ronda Rousey would lose to Amanda Nunes in 48 seconds at UFC 2007. I mean, 207, excuse me. And that effectively ended her MMA career, Kurt. Did you see the fight? Yes, and it was sad. I mean, Ronda, she was a pioneer in UFC. She basically made the women's division popular. She's the one that, that, that carried the load for so long. And to see her lose to Nunes the way she did, it was sad, but she should be very proud of her career and everything that she accomplished. Ronda Rousey is considered, I think, I consider her the greatest female MMA fighter of all. Well, Kurt, at around this time, so when this goes down, were you friends with her yet? No, not at this time. I didn't even know her. I We never met, so we, we never really uh, ran into each other or met or across. Our paths never crossed. And did you think that Ronda could be a major player for WWE like she, she was for the UFC? You know what? I knew if she had charisma and she picked up on the psychology, she was such an incredible athlete. I knew she would pick up on the wrestling moves. And I, she had such a great look too. I mean, she had everything going for her, but I, I wanted to make sure she had that type of charisma that, that could bring out a superstar, bring a superstar out of her. And, uh, also, you know, um, oh, they're picking up on psychology. Yes. Um, now Rhonda wasn't going to do that at WrestleMania cause we had to put this match together really quickly at the last second. So she wasn't going to learn the business. This was going to be like a, a, a quick test, like a, a rust uh, you know, tryout uh, kind of thing, tryout. Yeah. The, to yeah. show you, you know, just to get her ready for one match, but eventually she did learn the psychology. Afford anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything wherever you listen. 
time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean, right now. And just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance, if you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance. Super easy. Goliath life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price. You start the online application immediately and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. Goliath life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at goliathlife.com. Well, let's get into some news and notes that's going on around this time. And you comment to ESPN.com saying that you had only signed a contract until April and that wrestling wasn't discussed. What was your uh, physical shape at this time, Kurt? Were you ready to get in there and mix it up? Yeah, I was in great shape. I was doing indie shows and I kept my body in incredible shape. Uh, when I got to WWE, the problem is they didn't have me wrestle first. Uh, they had me get inducted into hall of fame and then they had me be the GM second. And then they had me wrestle last. It was in the opposite order. And, uh, it was, it, it was hard because when I was inducted to the hall of fame, I stopped, um, wrestling because I got the GM role the next day. So I, I was not wrestling anymore. I was inactive as a wrestler and I was barely working out and I started gaining weight and it, it got out of control. And then I tore a muscle in my quad and, and it plagued me the rest of my career in WWE. So, um, it was sad. I just wish that WWE would have done it the opposite way. Uh, wrestle first GM second hall of fame, third in that proper order. That's usually the way they do it. But for some reason, I think Vince thought I was a liability. He wanted to protect me. So he inducted me into the hall of fame first, made me GM second and had me kind of, and got a feel for me for a little bit before he had me wrestle. And, uh, I, it was sad to see that because I was ready to perform when I first signed with WWE, I was ready to go out there and, and, and kick some ass in the matches. But unfortunately they, they put it in the wrong order and I, I lost control of my body and it just was sad. Man, that's such a, a shame for we fans. Cause, uh, if you were ready to go and tear it down, we could have gotten, you know, angle 2.0 WWE. Well, that weight gain, that muscle pull, yeah, uh, it really, uh, inhibited it, my career. It just, uh, mm. I, I couldn't do a lot. Uh, I lost a step is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I got you. Well, a few weeks after you're announced for the hall of fame, you give another interview and now you're saying you like Austin Cena or undertaker to induct you. Are you told at this point, Austin's probably unable to induct you? Yeah. I heard that Steve wasn't going to be available, but I, I wanted to give out my choices, you know, undertaker, Cena, uh, Steve Austin, any of those three, three, I would love to induct me. 
And, you know, John was great because what I love about John is he, I consider him the greatest WWE superstar of all time. He's won 16 WWE world titles. The only person in history to do that. He has a great look. Um, what he's done for the business, he stayed clean. Um, he hardly ever got injured. He was consistent. He had a really long run. And 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 John Cena, I consider him the greatest WWE superstar of all time. And it was a real proud moment for me to be inducted by him. Mm. Uh, you know, John was really well-spoken too. Very intelligent person. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Definitely good on the mic. So Cena's going to be the guy. You work your last indie match against... Cody, Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. Yes. That's something. My goodness. That guy makes headlines all the time. And as this yes, drops, I'm sure he, he will have made a few more. And uh, it's at the Northeast Wrestling in Waterbury, Connecticut, which drew 3,000 fans. And at this, yeah, right. At this time, Mick Foley is the raw GM, but he needs hip replacement surgery. Is this when the ideas floated to you about, hey, Kurt, what do you think about being our GM? You know what's crazy? You would think so. You'd think they would call me right away and say, hey, Mick Foley's got to have his hip replaced. We need you as a GM. No, they didn't do that. They waited till they inducted me in the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame night, the night before WrestleMania. And that night, right before I went out to do my speech, Vince McMahon came in and said, hey, we're going to have you be GM of Raw starting tomorrow. Like, <laughs> they could have told me when Mick Foley's hip, you know, when he had to have his hip replacement, but they didn't tell me till the very last second. Uh, I knew the day before I was GM that I was going to be the GM. So, so in that moment, the next day you show up for raw and are like, okay, what am I doing? Who do I, what, what's this? What am I saying? What's this look like? I mean, what's going through your head as you show up to raw next day? Like, I guess I'm the GM. I need a GM. <laughs> you know what? Vince made it very simple for me. He basically just introduced me. I came out and said, Kurt Angle is back. Oh, it's true. <laughs> it's damn true. That was all I said. So Vince just wanted the fans to know that I was the new GM. The face. And they wanted to get the fans excited about it. And he wanted to introduce me, reintroduce me to them because I was out for 11 years. Uh, well, it's good because we're seeing Kurt Angle on our television sets again. And uh, from The Observer, Angle did an interview with the Sporting News about meeting Vince McMahon for the first time since 2006. And at this time, Kurt, you said, we met and the first thing he did was embrace me. He hugged me like I was his son. I got really emotional. We didn't leave on the best of terms. It wasn't bad terms, but there were some angry remarks, especially from my side. And Vince was frustrated with me with everything going on at this point in time to be able to come back and Vince say, just let it go. Let everything in the past go. We're here now. There's nothing you need to worry about that occurred in the past. Just worry right now about the future. We have some wonderful plans for you in the future. Uh, regarding wrestling, he said that he knows that the WWE wants him to work for the company after the Hall of Fame, probably in a non-wrestling capacity. Angle was at the SmackDown show on March 14th since it was in his hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But he left before the show started. He filmed more interviews for WWE Network and other documentaries and videos before the show started. So, Kurt, take us through it. Talk about that meeting with Vince again and what it was like. Well, it was redemption. I mean, we, we, we put everything in the past. We decided that we would forgive each other, start new. And, uh, Vince was great. He, he really, he embraced me. He told me, I love you like a son. And, uh, but he did say, Kurt Angle, you were a pain in my ass. <laughs> he did tell me that. And, uh, I was a pain in Vince's ass, uh, especially right before I quit. 
And uh, no, but it, it was a great meeting. And, and, you know, it was like we never had that fight. Uh, it was like nothing, none of that ever occurred. And that w- business was as usual. Mm. Well, we're here, Kurt. It's the night before WrestleMania. It's a big night. It's the Hall of Fame. You already mentioned it, John Cena, all the reasons you were happy that he would induct you. There's a clip that uh, we're going to put on social media of you getting emotional watching your career highlights. Talk about how big of a moment this was for you. Yeah, watching the moments that I created for the WWE fans and being inducted to the Hall of Fame, it was a dream come true. It's the one thing that I actually wanted to do uh, before I ended my career with the WWE. And here it was. It, it came quicker than I thought it would. I thought I would wrestle first before I got inducted, but I was okay with this either way. Being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame is a huge honor, and I was very excited about it. So, Kurt, we're wrestling fans. We're never going to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Can you take us through the process that day, the Hall of Fame? Did they write the speech for you? What does all that look like? Well, you know, they, they document everything. So they're recording you all day long, wherever you go, whatever you do. And uh, it was pretty cool. But did they write the speech for me? Hell no. <laughs> I wish they would have. Um, you know, the writers, <laughs> the crazy thing is, all I wrote was thank yous. Okay, that's all I had down. And they told me not to thank Vince because Vince does not like thank yous. He wants you to thank everybody else but him. And so I had this speech ready. And five minutes before I go out there, the writers come to me and say, hey, we need you to be entertaining. <laughs> I said, what do you have in your, in your speech? I said, I just have a bunch of thank yous. I didn't know you guys wanted me to be entertaining. You didn't tell me. I said, well, we're telling you now. What do you need for us to help you out uh, with this promo? Uh, is there anything we can get you to make it more entertaining? And I was like, uh, give me a couple of uh, half gallons of milk. Um, Give me a cowboy hat. You know what? I'll sing sexy Kurt. And then I'll sing the cowboy song that I sang with Vince McMahon. And then I will do a milk celebration at the end. So this was all put together in like three minutes. They literally got me the milk and the cowboy hat in like three minutes. I don't know where you get a little tiny cowboy hat in an arena, but they found one. It was crazy. It was almost like they were telling me, you know, they knew ahead of time that I was going to, when they came to me, and I, and I said, you know, they asked me for ideas. It's like they knew ahead of time I was going to ask for a cowboy hat because there's just, how is that possible to get a tiny cowboy hat in an arena where I'm going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame that night? It was ridiculous. So um, I did put it together at the last second. I went out there, and sometimes speeches go better when you, when you plan them at the last second, going off the cuff. And it, it, it was a pretty damn good speech, I thought. Oh, it was fantastic. The milk was hilarious. It was awesome. And hey, if you too are looking for a cowboy hat, you can find them at realkurtanglebrand.com. <laughs> and that's where you're going to find your your cowboy hats, right, Kurt? There we go. KurtAnglebrand.com. KurtAnglebrand.com. <laughs> so on your wife's podcast with Kim Wharton over on Podcast Heat Wives of Wrestling, they recently had Rebby Hardy on, and she talked about how Matt and Jeff's Hardy, she thought, uh, stole your fireworks. Did you hear about this story? Yes, I was pretty pissed off about it, too. When I was going out uh, for WrestleMania to be acknowledged as a Hall of Fame inductee, I'm getting ready to go out there, and Vince tells me, hey, listen, we got red, white, and blue fireworks for you. So when you go out there, point your fingers in the air, we're going to have the fireworks go off, and then we're going to celebrate your Hall of Fame. I said, okay, Vince. So I go out there, and I raise my hands, and nothing goes off. No fireworks go off. 
So I lower my hands, I raise them again, nothing goes off. So I come back from, uh, from out of the arena, go backstage. And I said, Vince, what happened? He said, well, unfortunately, the Hardy boys are winning the world title, the tag team world titles tonight. And every world title match has fireworks, but theirs. So I called an audible and I stole yours and I'm giving them to the Hardys because they're on the segment after you. So the Hardys got the red, white, and blue fireworks. They bastard stole them from me. <laughs> Sons of bitches. So they owe you some fireworks. fireworks. The Hardys got mine. Oh my God. That's something else. Well, there you go. Always learning something new every day. Well, here we go. WrestleMania has you come out during the uh, introduction for the Hall of Fame members. How did it feel to be back in that massive, massive audience there at WrestleMania? Oh, it was a great feeling. It's something that I yearned for so long to be in front of 75,000 fans at WrestleMania. Um, you know, it was a dream come true all over again. It didn't matter if I was going to wrestle or not. Just being inducted in the Hall of Fame and being out there in front of those fans was the best feeling in the world. Mm. So good, Kurt. The WWE audience, wrestling fans still love to see you. They still wanted to chant, you suck, and just <laughs> cheer hard for you. It was so good to see you back. So we're going to talk more about your run as GM, your storyline with Jason Jordan, and your return to the ring as a member of the Shield at a later time. We're going to skip ahead to around Survivor Series, and it's on October 23rd that Shane McMahon leads an attack on Raw from SmackDown to launch Raw versus SmackDown in a program for the Survivor Series. And on October 30th, Stephanie McMahon returns and made you team captain of Raw versus SmackDown at Survivor Series, and if Raw lost, you'd be fired. At this point, did you know Ronda was coming in or, were there, or where the story was going? No, I didn't know. Um, you know, looking back now and seeing everything that occurred and, you know, Triple H pedigree and me at Survivor Series and all that stuff, I didn't know what they had planned. They, they didn't tell me any of this until after the Royal Rumble. So I had no idea what the plans were coming up to WrestleMania that year. What was the uh, creative process around this time? Was it a lot different from when you were there in 2006? It was like writers on steroids. They had a lot more writers at this particular time. Um, they were always writing, pitching different ideas, probably a lot more than they did in the past. Well, we're going to cover that Survivor Series in great detail because uh, it'll be the five-year anniversary. But the angle heats up when Triple H turns on you at the Survivor Series and causes you to be eliminated. And so, Kurt, you didn't really have any idea that this was building to a big-time match then at WrestleMania, did you? No, I didn't. And, uh, you know, nor did I even realize, you know, that Ronda Rousey was coming in. But looking back at it now, you know, I get why Triple H pedigreed me. Uh, they were setting everything up. They were planting seeds the whole time. So they obviously knew ahead of time, well ahead of time, that they were going to have this mixed tag match against me and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie. So by now, you know, the Fed has raised interest rates and they're telling us they're going to raise rates six more times this year. What does that mean for you? It means waiting will only cost you money. If you've been thinking about building, if you've been thinking about buying, if you've been thinking about refinancing, the time to act is now. Waiting will cost you money. I urge you, I encourage you, just let us run the numbers for you. If you want to buy a house, go to buywithconrad.com. If you want a lower monthly payment, go to savewithconrad.com. And I know what you're thinking. Man, can I really save money if rates are going up? Absolutely! Because if you've got credit card debt, if you've got a second mortgage, if you need to make improvements to your home, there's not a better, easier, faster, more economical, cheaper way to borrow this money than to use your current equity in your house. Here's what we're talking about. 
All of a sudden, our houses are worth more than ever in the last couple of years because the real estate market is hot, 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 daddy. Now, what you do with this debt, once you owe that debt, is up to you. So if you don't do what I'm encouraging you to do and go to savewithconrad.com, man, just keep making the minimum payments. Now, they're going to jack up your interest rates on your credit cards, too. Just so you know, we're not just talking about home loan rates, but all the money is about to get more expensive. Now, you're right now sitting at an interest rate on your credit cards that's way too high. I don't know how high, but you may not either. Is it 19%? Is it 29%? Here's what I know. It's going up. And if you feel stuck, if you feel like you're making the minimum payments, if you don't feel like you have a real plan to get out of debt, now's the time to make that plan, baby. Savewithconrad.com. We can help you knock out all that debt, even let you skip your next two house payments, and more importantly, pay your house off faster. When we're really talking about saving on a refinance, the term is the killer. If the bank can trick you into giving them 29% of your gross monthly income every month until you die, it's mission accomplished for them. Don't take my word for it. Throw it in your Google machine. Mortgage is Latin for pledge until death. They put you in this thing to keep you beholden to them every month until you die. That's not the American dream. The dream is to get out of debt. I want to help you get out of debt today. Make a stand today. Tell the banks to stick it, brother. We're going to show them how to get out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments. If you got car loans, check. I can handle that. You got credit card debt, check. I can handle that. Oh, and here's a pop quiz for you. Have you always wanted to do one thing to your house? Whether we're talking about upgrading your kitchen, upgrading your bathroom, putting in a pool, putting in a man cave, let's make someday today. All that's going to do is make your house worth even more. You're going to create even more equity. But at the same time, you're going to get those repairs or improvements done with no money out of pocket. You hear me? Why would you not do this? Get the dream house with the dream payment right now at SaveWithConrad.com. And if you're still throwing your money away on rent, I urge you, I encourage you, this is the year to take action. There is no stopping this real estate boom right now. I cannot believe what's happening, and I want you to be a part of it. Had you done it two years ago, you'd already be rolling in the dough, baby. What's that old proverb? The best time to plant a tree was 100 years ago. The second best time is now. Something like that. The second best time to buy a house is now. Find out how much money you can save when you stop throwing your money away on rent. And you actually build some wealth for yourself at buywithconrad.com. And, buddy, we're licensed in almost all the states. Don't take my word for it. I know it sounds weird. Wait, the podcast guy about wrestling can help me save money? Go check out my reviews, conradreviews.com. You'll see more than a 1,000 reviews. Our average is like 4.71 or 4.72. You know what that means? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. We're going to save you some cash. You're going to love it. Run the numbers with me. No cost, no obligation. Buy with Conrad if you want to buy. Save with Conrad if you want to save. Either way, I can hook you up. Savewithconrad.com, NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And oh, by the way, don't be nervous about talking about your credit report. I don't care that you had a late here or there. I don't care that you had a bankruptcy back in the day. I'm not going to tell you no. Now, I might say not yet, but here's how. You need a plan to get out of debt. You need a plan to buy a house, and I can help you with that plan at SaveWithConrad.com or BuyWithConrad.com. Or, hey, man, maybe you don't want to do that. Give us a call, 888-425-0105, or just drop me a line. Yes, email me, Conrad at SaveWithConrad.com.
Well, nobody told you, but somebody snitched it to Meltzer because he's writing in the Observer that the plan way back when you first returned to WWE was to have a match between you and Hunter. And you're saying, you know, I remember hearing any anything about that at that no, point. No, but don't get me wrong. I'd take a match with Triple H anytime. Oh, yeah, but he's still, they're not cluing you in. And one of the yeah. best in the business. I would have loved to have that match. Well, here we go. The night after the Survivor Series, you get right in Hunter's face for him hitting you with the pedigree, and the crowd goes apeshit. You got to be excited when you hear the crowd pop like that, man. Yeah, it was a really cool feeling, especially being in the ring and hearing the crowd respond to me. It was it was pretty awesome. And there's no better heels than Triple H and Stephanie, are there? When they're doing no, their thing? no, they're the best heel duo in the history of the business. They get more heat than anybody. They're really good at what they do. <laughs> at this point, Kurt, so you're excited. You said, "Hey, I'll work with Hunter whenever they want me to." Was there anybody else on the roster at the time that you would have been interested in working with? Oh yeah. Jeez. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, uh, Dean Ambrose, uh, Seamus Cesaro, uh, Ricochet. Jeez. Uh, any of those guys. I, I, there are a lot of people. I was licking my chops when I came back. I was really excited. Unfortunately, WWE didn't have the plans that I had that I wanted to wrestle. Uh, they had other plans in store for me and it had nothing to do with wrestling. So, uh, all I could do was sit and wait and see what happens. Yeah, that would have been the ideal time for you and Rusev at the time. Now he's Miro for you guys to mix into something. Rusev would have been awesome. I, yeah. I wanted that from when I was in TNA. Yeah. And Rusev went to Vince and asked, hey, can you get Kurt from TNA? This was in like 2014, 2015. And Rusev, you know, told Vince McMahon that he wanted uh, Vince to bring me in to have a program with me. It's unfortunate you were ready to go when they first brought you back. Well, listen, big time news, Rhonda. She signs with the WWE and her debut is held off until the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia. What did you think, Kurt? She's coming in. Did you know at this point yet at Royal Rumble that the plan was going to be a mixed tag? No, I didn't. They didn't tell me anything. They kept it tight lipped. Uh, I didn't find out till probably a month before WrestleMania. And that was because I had to find out. We had to get Ronda Rousey ready. I mean, she wasn't ready to do any wrestling at this point in time. We had a lot to teach her and we had a lot on our plate. Well, Kurt, some things never changed. It was, let's not tell Kurt anything about his WrestleMania plans until the last minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that never changed. They never told all... me anything. You know what? I wouldn't listen anyway. <laughs> I, I have such bad ADD. Was, I, they probably told me and I don't even remember. Right. What? Huh? <laughs> uh, well, you're all over TV being the general manager. You're involved in the Alexa bliss, Nia Jack's program, Jason Jordan program with Rollins and the bar. You got Braun Strowman. Do you think that was hurting you in the build at all? Or did you enjoy being able to be a little diverse and work with all these other, uh, you know, characters? I didn't mind. I didn't mind playing the GM role. And I know it's a huge job. You're mostly involved in almost every segment. And then I had my own program going on with triple H, Stephanie and Ronda Rousey. So I was pretty damn busy, but better busy than not be busy. Yeah. Usually in the wrestling business, busy equals paychecks. So that's not, it a bad does. Thing. It means money. Paychecks. That's right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> well, we're at elimination chamber. Ronda Rousey's contract signing takes place. The story is that Hunter and Stephanie wanted to get Rousey into the WWE to help avenge when Rousey embarrassed them at WrestleMania 31 with the rock, which is such a cool, badass WrestleMania moment. And, uh, you reveal that to Rhonda, but she still signs anyway. And well, things are going to get messy between Rhonda, Stephanie and Hunter and Kurt. We got the clip. Let's take a look. Let's see it. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Please help me welcome to the WWE, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. So there's not a whole lot of talking on this one, but we just saw her put Triple H through the table, slap from Stephanie onto Ronda. That's a stiff slap. Look at that face from Stephanie. Look at that face, Kurt. (laughs) She's so good. She is so good. And Ronda did well here, though. What do you think of her? She stepped up. She didn't have to say a lot here, but she did everything she was supposed to do, and she was actually better than we expected. She signs the contract. Triple H is through the table. The clip is over. And we are we are ready to go. It is is hot. And 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 here's what uh, Dave Meltzer had to say. He she said he said uh, next time was the round. Next came the Ronda Rousey segment. Kurt Angle, Stephanie McMahon, and Triple H were all out. Triple H said that this was the best athlete the company has signed since Kurt Angle. <laughs> Triple H put her over like crazy, saying that she paved the way for young women athletes all over the globe. He called her the baddest woman on the planet. Rousey comes out all smiles. She didn't get that big uh, an initial reaction, but there were no boos, according to Meltzer. Michael Cole then put it over like the fans were giving her a standing O. She put over her angle and is winning an Olympic championship. She was almost in tears because the crowd got behind her. He said she would compete at WrestleMania, but did not give the match, uh, didn't give it away what it would be. She wanted to earn it. She was about to sign when she saw Angle and Triple H arguing in the background. She asked Angle if he wanted to say something. Angle said that he was in awe of Triple H and Stephanie, saying that they were brilliant. He said that they had been talking about Rousey as long as he's been back with the company. He said they couldn't wait to sign her because they wanted to manipulate and control her for what they did to her at WrestleMania 31. He said that Triple H had told him that this was three years in the making and now we own the bitch. Triple H told Angle to shut up. Rousey's smile turned into the death stare. Triple H said that Angle isn't feeling well, that he was hospitalized earlier in the week with the flu and is having a relapse, and he needs to take Angle to the doctors. <laughs> this is hysterical. I'm reading a soap opera. Stephanie then told Rousey that it was true, that she did embarrass them at WrestleMania 31, but she also impressed them. Stephanie said Rousey was one of the greatest fighters in the world, and they've been wanting her ever since. Angle was being dragged to the back by Triple H and said, didn't you tell me Rhonda was a has-been and you, even you could take her? Stephanie <laughs> looked stunned. Rousey got in her face and Triple H came back in and got between them. Rousey got in Triple H's face and suplexed him through a table, which we just saw. The crowd went nuts for that spot. Stephanie then slapped Rousey in the face. The crowd was hot for Rousey, but Stephanie then bailed out. That was smart as Rousey shouldn't touch Stephanie on offense until WrestleMania. Rousey then signed the contract. So... You'd said it already. She did a fantastic job in the ring. But this is such a well-laid angle, Kurt. Who had a hand in the creative here? Do you remember? Well, mainly Triple H and Stephanie. and They've been planning this for a long time. So there's there's every reason for it to be a great angle and not a a bad angle. Uh, You know, especially when Triple H uh, 
puts his hands on something and he cares about it, he's going to make sure it, it blossoms into something incredible. And this angle was as good and clean as it could possibly be. I mean, it, it was a really good story, a really good told story. And uh, I think Rhonda and Stephanie, Triple H, myself, we all stepped up and uh, we were able to uh, succeed dearly. Oh, absolutely. And so the story continues. Let's continue to share some of the story from Dave Meltzer. The final segment saw Triple H. This is the next night on Raw. Uh, the final segment saw Triple H and Stephanie out. Stephanie said how the signing of Rousey was going to be one of their proudest moments, but Angle's hallucinations messed it all up. She said they thought he had the flu, but found out he had double pneumonia. She said that <laughs> Rousey's actions may have been appropriate in MMA, but it's not tolerated here. Yes, in MMA, it's completely appropriate to suplex your boss to a table. She said that she understood Rousey uh, acting out her savage instincts because that's how she was trained. She said that she had to get physical with Rousey to remind her of the hierarchy here in the WWE. She said that Rousey signed her contract last night, so WWE owns her. Rousey and Angle came out. Rousey had the mean glare going. Angle said that he needed this job. So then Angle said that he lied last night. Of course, nobody believed this. Fans booed that. Angle said he was sorry. Rousey grabbed the mic and said that Stephanie still needed to apologize to her for slapping her. She said if she didn't, she wouldn't hesitate to rip her arm out of its socket. Stephanie did the most insincere mock apology to Rousey, and then she and Triple H left the ring, but not before Triple H gave Angle a sucker punch to end the show. I mean, he did. He hauled off and whacked you in the chin. Yes, he did. So are you enjoying the creative here, Kurt? It it looks like you had, you know, you you had to back down a little bit and you needed this job or was it necessary to keep the story going? Yeah, it was necessary. I had to show that I needed this job and that I was GM and I was happy to be GM and I didn't want to lose my job. So it's part of the whole storyline. And that's the reason why I said some of the things I did and why they said some of the things they said. And it was, uh, it was more of a, uh, trying to keep everybody in the, in the respective places. All right. So here we are. Let's talk a little bit behind the scenes, the prep for this, uh, rumor has it that you and Hunter and Stephanie and Rhonda all worked out at the performance center going over this match many, many times. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. For about two weeks, every day, um, we went over and over and over again. Like we wanted Rhonda to memorize every single move because she didn't learn the, the full ropes of pro wrestling and the whole psychology thing. She was just learning these moves and putting them together and making sure she got everything fluid throughout the whole match and didn't have any mess ups. So she had to memorize everything. And it, it was, it was a difficult thing to do, but the whole match was built around Ronda Rousey. It was to make her look good. It was to shine her. The whole thing was meant for Ronda. We were all working for Ronda you got to imagine in UFC, nothing's at half speed. So was that hard too to kind of try to back that up a little bit? Yeah. You know what? When I started, I was the same way too. You know, I was really aggressive going full speed. They're like, lighten up, relax. So I understood why Rhonda was doing it. And we just had to keep telling her over and over again, lighten up. Don't be stiff. Uh, You don't have to rush things. Take your time. And she started doing it. She really picked up on it very quickly. Now, is this you and Triple H uh, just brainchild? Are you putting the match together yourselves? Do you have an agent involved? What does that look like? We didn't use an agent much at all. Uh, Triple H and I and Stephanie and Rhonda all put it together ourselves. 
But we had so many storylines going in this match. It was really complicated. You had Triple H and me. You had Stephanie and Ronda. Then we had spots where Triple H and Ronda went at it. and We had spots where Stephanie and I went at it. It was the most entertaining match of the night because we told an incredible story and we had a bunch of stories in that match. You know, everybody was going against each other and uh, it turned out to be a a masterpiece. It really did. Oh, it did. Absolutely. So as we're building the WrestleMania, you got Roman versus Brock, you got Taker versus Cena, you got Charlotte versus Asuka, but man, it feels like, it feels like they're putting a lot of momentum behind this particular matchup. Is it all because of this huge signing? It's gotta be with Rhonda being the, the center of it. Yeah, Ronda was a huge name. Don't forget, you got Vince's daughter involved. You have the right. Triple H that is, uh, you know, I don't know if he's the CFO or the CEO of the company. Uh, you had me, who's a Hall of Famer. It was a big match for everybody. And I think that um, uh, regardless of who was on the card, that match there, I think, was the best match of the night. And I think it was because of the story we told. Well, Kurt, the next week on Raw, it's announced that in Ronda's contract, there was language added that she had creative control over her opponent at WrestleMania, and she picked Stephanie. Stephanie tries to say she isn't talent, but you step in and correct her that she's an exec and talent. You also bring up Hunter has double contracts and ask Ronda if she would be okay with doing a mixed tag at WrestleMania, and she says yes. This is some great creative work here. All four of you are tremendous in these roles, Kurt. It's so much fun to watch as I went back and kind of watched the build of the storyline. Are you, at this point, are you just surprised? Are you thinking to yourself, my God, she is gifted. She's a natural. She's really stepped in and was really good at all this, man. Yeah, yeah. She really picked up on it quickly, probably quicker than I did. And, you know, what's crazy is uh, Rhonda, you know, she never watched pro wrestling. You know, she was relatively new to this, just like I was. And the crazy thing is, you know, uh, someone like Ronda Rousey, uh, she's such a special human being. And I'd imagine she could pick up on anything. She's that talented. She is. She's definitely gifted when it comes to uh, mixed martial arts. And it seems like those that have some type of a mixed martial arts wrestling background, uh, at least in your situation, Rhonda's situation, you both were able to pick up pro wrestling pretty quick. Uh, two examples of folks that were. So, my goodness, what a story. So, here we go. We're at the end of the segment. Stephanie starts yelling at Angle. She wants to slap him, but Rousey blocks the slap. Triple H then went to sucker punch Angle, but he ducked and it came back. Angle got the ankle lock on him, but Triple H kicked Angle off. Stephanie then blindsides Rousey, who went uh, to a knee. We have the clip here, Kurt, so I'm just going to play it. I want to check this out. This is the road to WrestleMania. It's from March 12, 2018. Let's check it out. All right. Oh, my God. WWE's newest superstar. Ronda Rousey is here. I want to earn your respect in this ring. Signing one of the world's greatest athletes was supposed to be the highlight of our executive careers. Only because of the actions of Kurt Angle, things went horribly wrong. Didn't you say earlier, three years in the making and now we own the bitch? They want to put their thumb on you for what you did to them at WrestleMania 31. Didn't you tell me that Ronda was a has-been and that even you could take her? I 
I have never been slapped before in my life. And I am no one's property. You need to apologize to me. I am terribly sorry. Rhonda, I'm so sorry. I, I, I just, I reacted. You, you put my husband through a table. I mean, Rhonda, we're not horrible people. Rhonda, honestly, I need this job. I lied. I'm sorry. Let's just put this all behind us and make you the superstar that you deserve to be. Sucker punched me right in the face. And I'm not gonna stand here and pretend like everything's okay. So Triple H, I want you to come out right now and face me like a man. Calm down, Kurt, okay? You almost single-handedly ruined the biggest contract signing in the history of WWE. Let's just put this all behind us, okay? I'm starting to realize that the people who brought me here are not who I thought they were. You understand that you did sign a WWE contract. We gave you your dream opportunity, your day you match on the grandest stage of them all. Speaking of that contract, it, it does say I get to choose my opponent for WrestleMania, right? Yes. Well then, the person I want to choose for my WrestleMania match <laughs> is you. is an executive of this company. You're right. But she also has a second contract as a WWE superstar. I know someone else with a second contract. So Rhonda, if it's okay with you, at WrestleMania, it's gonna be Triple H and Stephanie McMahon versus Ronda Rousey and me! ready tonight. Oh no, Stephanie from behind. I don't know if that was a good decision, Stephanie. Uh, Triple H looking for a pedigree. And Angle though, with the ankle lock. And he's got it locked in. And Rousey's not done. Oh my God. Stephanie and Triple H getting a preview of what it may be like at WrestleMania. I think we can call this an Olympic dream team. There it is, Kurt. Man, that was a lot of fun. That that puts faith back into me as a wrestling fan that good creative can still happen in wrestling. Yeah, this was excellent writing. This this whole program was about as good as it gets. 
And so there was some physicality shown in those clips. You told us how you guys practiced so much for what you did at WrestleMania. Even those days on Raw, were you getting together and doing some practicing of some of those bumps too, or just him letting it happen in the ring and talking about it behind the stage? No, we had to go over them. We we had to make sure Ronda was comfortable with everything. So we wanted to be sure that Ronda was okay with it. Okay. Well, Kurt, around this time, Daniel Bryan ends up getting cleared to return at WrestleMania after years of his injury issues. Did you get a chance to talk to him uh, around this time about that process and getting cleared? And I always know you you have said that you would have loved to uh, to work with him at some point. Yeah, I would have loved to work with Daniel Bryan. He was so talented, but he did not discuss with me his issues. Uh, I'm not sure if it was concussions or his neck. I'm not sure what, what was inhibited. He had a lot of concussion issues. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know what kind of treatment he got. That was, he was able to, to pass the test, but I was really happy that he was able to, because he got his career stolen away from him way too early. And it was really nice to see him have redemption and come back and be able to finish his career the right again, way. Yeah. Again, another dream match. We wish we all could have seen yeah. Kurt Angle and awesome. uh, Daniel Bryan. Well, Hunter and Stephanie aren't on TV for the last couple of weeks towards the build of mania. Any idea why were they just, just trying to keep them fresh or keep it? I have no idea. I don't know if they had some business to attend, but they weren't around the last couple of weeks. So Rhonda and I just, you know, we held up our, our side of the bargain and kept the program going while they were gone. Well, Rousey uh, continues to do that. She cuts a big promo on Stephanie saying she's trust fun, tough, limousine, tough, and personal trainer, tough. Are you surprised you getting, didn't get a little bit more mic time around this time? Or is it you understand the focus is definitely on Rhonda? This was all about Rhonda. This yeah. whole match was to accent Rhonda, make her look as good as she possibly could look. Uh, that's what Triple H, mine, and Stephanie's job was at WrestleMania. Well, here we go. It is the Raw before WrestleMania, the go-home Raw, and it's a press conference with Jonathan Coachman, and Meltzer said, Triple H made fun of Angle's three eyes, saying he sees the intensity and integrity, but not the intelligence. He said that Rousey was perhaps the biggest signing in WWE history, and Angle ruined it and set her up for embarrassment because she's going to lose on the biggest stage possible. Stephanie said they signed her because she's a big star, they chant for her even uh, with her appalling attitude. She said they brought her in because it was best for business. She said Angle works for her and has already derailed your career, cost you millions of dollars, and cost the company millions of dollars. They talked about how Rousey dreamed of coming to WWE, but this is their lives, and there is a massive learning curve, and it's a foregone conclusion that she's going to lose. Angle said that Rousey was going to make Stephanie tap out. Stephanie said that Rousey's first match in WWE will be a loss, and we all know how she handles losses. I like that they address real, but doing it in a way to make them heels. Rousey asked if she was right or left-handed, saying she didn't want to tear off her arm that she signs the paychecks with. Fans popped hard <laughs> for that one. They ended up uh, and had them pose together. Triple H and Angle shook hands. Rousey wouldn't shake hands with Stephanie. Triple H then suckered Angle, hitting him from behind with a mic. Rousey started choking out Triple H and Stephanie got underneath her and kind of chokeslammed her through a table. In the end, the build was simple, effective, and they covered Rousey's limitation very well. You got to love how this all plays out, Kurt. It seems like it's just you're pulling all the right strings at this point. Yeah, everything was mapped out very carefully. We weren't going to mess up with Ronda Rousey. We're going to make sure we succeeded. And you said, and you had told us earlier, that going into media, according to my research, 
You worked out the whole match four times in the week up to the show. A couple times the day of, uh, you practiced in the ring the night before the show. You run through it. Uh, did you get hurt at all And while you were going through some of this? Yes, yes. I tore a quad muscle. I think I talked about it earlier in, uh, in the show. Uh, not only did I have weight gain, but I tore the quad my in my leg, and um, it really uh, set me back. I couldn't do a lot of stuff. But I worked around it like I always did with all my injuries, and the match didn't turn out to be too bad. I I wish I could have put more into that match, but I did as good as I could possibly do with my injury, and I thought Ronda and Triple H and Stephanie carried the load very well. Well, the match is here, and it's voted as the best match of the show, according to the Wrestling Observer readers. Here's the uh, recap from Meltzer. not going to read all of it. But uh, it was generally viewed as the highlight of the show with Rousey making one of the best debuts in pro wrestling history. Yeah, you had uh, Kurt and Ronda defeating Triple H and Stephanie in 20 minutes, 26 seconds. So the story is that nobody in the history of the company was ever there so long before having their first WrestleMania match. And Stephanie started as a character 19 years ago. Jerry Lawler started with WWF in 1992, and his only WrestleMania match was in 2011. But in his case, that was 18 years plus. Triple H and Stephanie came out to a big motorcycle parade ring entrance, which, by the way, you and I talked about. That was really one of your only major regrets is that your WrestleMania entrances uh, weren't worth Wish more. I would have rehearsed them and practiced on them a little more and had some more creative finishes or entrances. Yeah. That's right. Rousey comes out wearing a kilt like Rowdy Piper. The crowd was up for more than anything on the show by a wide margin. According to Meltzer, they were chanting Rousey's name right away. Let's check out the clip as we go to the ending of this match, Kurt. Guys, I don't think that Triple H and Stephanie thought that Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey could take them to these limits. We've gone deep, and everybody here loves it. I've been impressed with Kurt Angle. I've been impressed with Ronda Rousey. Absolutely. Angle with the straps down. This epic mixed tag match has certainly lived up to the hype. Can Angle turn it? And now it's Stephanie. Oh, the crowd wanted it, Kurt. <laughs> ankle lock on Stephanie. He's so damn flexible. She literally rolled out of it. with a look of disbelief in his face. In her in-ring debut night at WrestleMania, Ronda Rousey gets a This Is Awesome chant from the WWE Universe. Oh, no. This... The game waited a couple of minutes ago. He ain't waiting now. This could be awful. He's not waiting now. Looking for the pedigree on Rousey. Well, Rousey started it. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Oh, Are you serious? Triple H. Are you serious? Triple 
Triple H, so good in this, man. He sold really well. This was my idea. Okay. Ron and Triple H going at it. This whole spot. This was my idea. Nice. Triple H hanging on for dear life. His arm's going to snap. And now Stephanie McMahon saving her husband. Stephanie's going to rear naked. Stephanie's got it locked in good. Rousey's in trouble. Rousey could fade here. Stephanie's got it cinched in deep. Rousey trying to make it back to her feet. Trying to counter this hole by McMahon. Well, this crowd was ready for her to rip Triple H's arm off. Oh, no. Now Stephanie's still hanging on for dear life. Stephanie's got her hands locked. Yeah, Stephanie locked in the head again, trying to counter the pressure. Meanwhile, Kurt Angle winning the end lock of the game. Stephanie's still hanging in there. Oh! Not anymore, she's not. Triple H trying to save his wife. He's trying to help. Angle lock by Kurt Angle. Stephanie trying to hang on. Oh. That's a cool spot. I was barely able to get there because of my leg. Your quad. My quad was really holding back in this match. And that sucks, too. I'm going to mute it while we watch. It's still going on here. That sucks because of so much work and hard effort that went into the prep for this. You guys are practicing all the time. It's unfortunately. It just happened out of the blue. A freak thing. Was there anything that you guys had to change up from all those weeks of prep because of the quad injury? No, I just had to use one leg most of the time. That's it. So you stuck to the entire scripted game plan of this match. You didn't change yes, one I thing. Did. My goodness, Kurt. I was going to say, was there one thing that you guys, as we watched the match here, was there one thing that you got to the back and were like, ah, we kind of messed up the one spot or that spot didn't happen the way we practiced, or was it a flawless execution? It was close to being flawless. I, I couldn't pick out anything in particular that would uh, been a negative outset for this match. Right. Here we go. We do, she asked. Hunter looking for the pedigree. They've got a plan, and here Double it comes. pedigree, Corey. Stereo pedigrees from... Oh, oh your leg, man. Yep. <laughs> I could barely get him up. Oh, Stephanie, roll through by Rousey. So smooth. Stephanie's holding on with everything she's got in her body. Stephanie blocked it again. Ronda wants to tear Stephanie's arm off. We talk about Ronda, but Stephanie holds her own in this match. She's not a wrestler. Stephanie is actually, she's the hidden gem in this match. Yes. What she was able to do and stepping up the way she did, she was there for everything that Ronda needed her there for. She was incredible that night. Stephanie is actually the quiet MVP of the match. Yeah, low key MVP. You got it right because she, it, she, the facials, the the athletic piece. Here she is tapping out. She, she's a great worker, even for her inexperience. She's really good in that ring when she does it. There's the Dana White shot. Dana White, Ronda's best friend. Wow. Oh look. And witness this incredible moment for the new chapter in the career. Of Rowdy, Ronda, Rousey. I cannot say how impressed I am with the in-ring debut tonight of Ronda, R- Rowdy, Ronda, Rousey. An absolutely incredible night for this young lady as she embarks on her career here in WWE. And let's not forget to give credit where it's due to Kurt Angle. Incredible performance by the WWE Hall of Famer. But can someone please let me know how Stephanie's arm is? Gotta love Corey Graves, fellow Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania native, making He's sure. He's a Pittsburgher. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, what does Vince think when you come back through? 
He absolutely loved it. He was off his rocker. He was so excited about the match. It's awesome. He hugged all of us at least five times over and over again. It was incredible. Vince really absolutely loved the match. And you know who else loved it? Dave Meltzer. Four and a quarter stars for this match. Four and a quarter. This is amazing, dude. You guys pulled it off. What a what a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, it was special. I just wish that I could perform better. Uh, unfortunately for me, the thing is nobody will ever remember that I injured myself. The match is there and, uh, it was an incredible match. I think it was one of the greatest mixed tag matches of all time. And it was, it was the best match of that night for that WrestleMania 33. Hey, listen, you've had amazing WrestleMania matches. I know I teased you earlier about Kane, but you've worked against Shawn Michaels and that was uh, amazing. But Kurt, this is a whole different beast. You're working with Ronda Rousey first professional wrestling match and her career isn't over. Uh, she's involved in WrestleMania this year, Stephanie, WrestleMania this year. St- Stephanie McMahon, who you just said, wasn't a full-time worker, isn't a full-time worker, low key MVP. And then you got triple H who recently has come out and said, due to the cardiac event in his life, he's He's not wrestling over again. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I, I, I texted him today and he Did responded you? and said, thank you. I just told him that his career was unparalleled. And, uh, it's sad to see that you have to end it quickly uh, because of your heart condition, but uh, I wish you the best. and I love you. And that's what I told him, man. That's awesome. Did you, uh, do you consider this to be the biggest achievement or accomplishment to help make Rhonda the mega star that she still is? Do you feel like this is just another cap in, in your many accomplishments as Kurt Angle? Yeah. Feather my cap without a doubt. You know, uh, we were responsible for Rhonda. We were told that we had to make her look as good as she possibly could look. And I think we preceded that. I think we went further than that. And Rhonda stepped up too. She was awesome. It was all, it all worked. It all worked and it took everybody, everybody's effort creative to make it happen. Let's run through some questions, Kurt, as we wrap up this episode, this has been a lot of fun. We went from hall of fame where both of you, both of us were getting a little verklempt and teary eyed to this amazing match, which we're all excited. And I just saw the big smile on your face the entire time watching all that. So this has been a fun ride. So let's jump into it. We first start with Instagram, our wrestling historian, our buddy, he said, Kurt, if it had been offered, who would have Kurt wanted to wrestle at WrestleMania three? So if they would have come to you and say, Kurt, your choice, WrestleMania 33, who are you working with? Kurt, well, when I choice. came back, my, my goal was to set my eyes on John Cena. Uh, I knew I wasn't going to last long. I knew I'd retire eventually pretty quickly. And I wanted John Cena to be my last match. And, uh, if it would have happened at WrestleMania 33, then it would have happened at WrestleMania 33. But unfortunately for me, uh, it did not occur at that point in time, and they didn't have any plans for me wrestling John Cena. Keith is up next. He said, I was there live at WrestleMania 33. Did you think would really be Undertaker's last match? Also, my dad was your pyro guy in TNA. <laughs> Say hi to your dad for me, my friend. <laughs> um, what was the first question? He uh, just asked, did you think that would really be Undertaker's last match? No, no. Undertaker ending his undefeated streak. Is yeah. that what that was? Yeah. WrestleMania 33? No, Undertaker was not going to retire that way. Everybody knew that. I knew that. All the other performers knew that. Undertaker deserves a, a, a retirement match where he actually wins. That's, that's, that's where it is. That's the undertaker is such a legend. I don't think that his undefeated streak should have been broken at all. I think he should have retired with that streak intact. Yeah. Yeah. So you had, uh, you had brought, you had Roman reigns defeating the undertaker in a no holds barred match, WrestleMania 33. So that was that one. So his, so Brock beat him a couple of years before that's that. Right. That's right. That's right. So 
Yeah, but Roman Reigns, I knew it wouldn't be his last match because I knew uh, Undertaker was going to end on a losing match. There we go. All right, next question up, Kurt, is by our buddy Richie. He says, was there any talk of you facing Jason Jordan at WrestleMania 34? It seemed like it was going in that direction until his neck injury happened. Yes, that was the plan. You know, Jason was going to turn on me, my son, (laughs) and uh, we were going to have a match at WrestleMania 34. Unfortunately for him, he injured his neck and no longer was going to happen. Do you still talk to Jason at all? Do you hear from him? Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, you know, he's, he's been, uh, going through some ups and downs. I think, uh, you know, he had something happen with his personal relationship with his wife. Uh, but, uh, for him, he's actually doing pretty well at this point. Good. Good. I keep in touch with him quite a bit. Uh, that's awesome. Good job, dad. All right. <laughs> Umar is up next. He says, uh, Kurt, were you disappointed that you didn't wrestle at mania 33? I think you already answered that one. You were ready to wrestle at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I was disappointed. I wish I would have wrestled first and then did the GM role second and the hall of fame third, but unfortunately they had other plans for me. All right, we're getting into our ad-free shows, guys. Brad Stanton says, The night after WrestleMania when Vince announced that there was a new GM, it took a while for you to come out. Was that on purpose? Because it seemed like Vince added commentary to stall. So do, I don't know if you remember that or not. Yeah, he, they wanted the fans to anticipate who it was. He wanted them to get excited. He was holding off as long as he could. So, uh, you know, he wanted to make the announcement, but he wanted to kind of like make the fans wait. And, and anticipate and end up being excited when they saw it was me. So that was all planned by Vince. All right. Three more questions for you, Kurt Adfreeshows.com slap nut. Tristan Adelano says, Kurt, were you happy with your performances during your last run? Or did you feel the bumps and bruises had caught up to you at this point? Uh, the bumps and bruises caught up to me. Uh, not only that, but you know, me being GM, like I said before, I became inactive as a wrestler. I stopped training, uh, gained a lot of weight, pulled a muscle in my leg. So I, I lost quite a, you know, a good step in my career. And, uh, unfortunately it wasn't the way I wanted to go out, but there's nothing I can do about it now. And, and I don't regret it. I, I had a great match with Baron Corbin. I wasn't the best, uh, um, performance by me, but, um, it was good enough to retire. Adfreeshows.com top, top guy Bryant Haremza asks, how hands-on were you with helping Ronda and preparing for the match at Mania? I think you talked about that already. You guys were very hands-on. Yeah, we all were. We were, especially Triple H and I. We we put our heads together and we came up with a great game plan. And uh we we made sure the match could breathe and everybody had their spots and all their programs that were inside the match wanted to make sure that it ran properly. How nervous were you about getting back in the ring at mania? So were there any nerves? (laughs) Of course. Anytime you go back to WrestleMania, you're going to have nerves. It's the biggest event of the year. It's the granddaddy. Well, listen, final question this week for you, Kurt top guy, James Elkari, our buddy says, how honored were you to be the one chosen for a match like this to be the one trusted with this must've been a huge honor. Yeah. It showed me that Vince had a lot of faith in me still. And that he knew I had my life together. And, you know, Triple H always trusted me with matches. Uh, We've always had a great relationship. So uh, it felt really good to be a part of this because I knew I was going to be partly responsible for Ronda's success. 
and successful she was. Kurt, next week we're talking about the 15-year anniversary of your first lethal lockdown for TNA. So we're going back to TNA days. The show took place in St. Louis and had the legendary Harley race at ringside. Your match was Team Angle, and it was you, Samoa Joe, Rhino, Sting, and Jeff Jarrett taking on Team Cage, Christian, AJ, Scott Steiner, Abyss, and Tomko. So we're going to discuss what it was like to work in the main event after every match has been in a cage. Man, that concept, all the things that led up to it. I'm looking forward to that one with you, my friend. Me too. Well, buddy, before we get out of here, you know what time it is. It's time to talk about physicallyfit.com, sir. We have chicken snacks and snack smart crispy protein bites. One's chicken protein, one's organic plant protein. Uh, you can get them at physicallyfit.com, 11 different flavors, high protein, low carbohydrate. Now, if you're a first time consumer, you can go on, uh, use the code ENGLEPOD, you get 20% off. Or you can become a lifetime member on the website, sign up there, and you'll get 20% off the rest of your life. These snacks are awesome. You're going to absolutely love them. And I want to thank everybody for supporting me in my business. I really do appreciate it. Kurt, it's a great product. They taste great and they're healthy. Where can you say that? Tastes great and healthy too? You got it. <laughs> Only at physicallyfit.com. Let's take care of our, our friend. Order some. I guarantee you, you're going to find a flavor that you like and enjoy. Angle Pod for that first order for 20% off. And then we talked about already, for those that are looking for that cowboy hat, go to KurtAngleBrand.com. And Kurt, I got to tell you, the image of you on the homepage if that doesn't capture one of the three eyes intensity, then I don't know what does. You're so freaking excited. Your eyes are going a little Shawn Michaels on that page. I don't know if you've checked it out or not, no, but I check haven't. it out. Kurt angle <laughs> You got to look at it, man. You, I went into the homepage. I'm like, Oh wow. He's, he's definitely intensity, man. Tell them what they can uh, get there. Well, you know what, what you can get at physically fit or Kurt angle brand.com Kurt angle brand.com. we got cowboy hats, birthday cards, we have T-shirts, uh, photographs, um, cameos, uh, baby, have, cameos, uh, milk cartons, cameo video messages. Go to KurtAngleBrand.com, order whatever you want, and I will send it to you. Kurt, guess what? Last plug of the week: Wildcat belts. Yes, I'm sporting a Wildcat Championship belt T-shirt. They just sent me a, a T-shirt. You got one too? That, I'm wearing yeah. it. I'm wearing it because I'm supporting Wildcat Belts, baby. Andrew, his team. Look at that championship Only belt. Only three left. Three. We've sold another belt. It's been sold, Kurt. Yes, it has. Yes, so it three has. left. We got three more left. Uh, this is a quality leather, um, 24 karat gold plating. This is one of the nicest belts I've ever seen. This uh -huh. design is incredible. He did Kurt, an amazing job. Amazing work. You can check it out on Wildcat's Facebook and Instagram page for some amazing pictures. Kurt has one. I have one. And now someone else does too. Only three left. Look at Kurt. He's back there playing with his, with his physically fit snacks. His, he's got a little, there's a little stuffed Kurt angle back there. There's all kinds of fun stuff back there, but uh, check it out. That's where you can find the belt. Kurt, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Check us out on adfreeshows.com for just $9 a month. No ads, except the ones that we love to talk about at the end of every show. And <laughs> you get this early and on video. Uh, and I'm telling you, we try to bring some fun clips into the Kurt Angle show where you can kind of relive it and experience it live on video with us and see all the reaction from Kurt. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So, Kurt, I want to thank you so much. WrestleMania 33 and 34 is in the books. I hope you enjoyed it this week, man. I did. Thanks, Paul. I had a great time today. 
All right. Well, on behalf of Kurt Angle, this is Paul Bromwell. We'll see you next week right here on The Kurt Angle Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.